Welcome to the ICANN Podcast, the podcast of the Indiana Catholic Conference. The Indiana Catholic Conference is the official public policy voice of the Catholic bishops of Indiana. Welcome back to the ICANN Podcast. This is Alexander. And Angela. And we are now in the second to last week of the Indiana General Assembly. So we've got a couple of education-related bills we're going to update you on today, and that corresponds with an upcoming article in our diocesan newspapers that will be coming out soon. Uh, But first, we're going to start with an update on House Bill 1077, uh, which actually died. But Angela, you want to tell us about where that is in the process, and um, then we'll tell you about the action alert that we've had about it. Did it die really, though? (laughs) For those of you who are political nerds, the process of, you know, a bill starting in one chamber, getting out of committee, being voted on, going to the other chamber being in that committee, getting out, being voted on. Um, if there are changes, amendments to it, going to conference committee, you know, having the requisite number of readings. And if that doesn't happen, it dies. Well, after many, many hours of testimony that we told you about last week, and mm-hmm. 1077, to remind you, is the bill that would do away with the license to carry a handgun um, that was not liked by law enforcement, the majority of law enforcement, from the fraternal police to state police uh, to different county sheriff departments, the Bill 1077 appeared to be dead. But then there began to be chatter from um, Senator Bray as well as the author of the bill, and it's been reconstituted and put into a new bill, Senate Bill 209. Now, that's an interesting process because when it was 1077 and a representative tried to add an amendment that would say, okay, if you don't have to have a license, we should add an amendment that says that you have to keep it in a locked and secure place for gun safety. And that was deemed to be not germane to the bill. And it wasn't allowed. Mm. And 209, it was a had to do with drug matters. Yeah. And so, and it didn't say, and it wasn't a bill that said, oh, if you're caught with drugs while you have a gun. (laughs) No, it had nothing about guns. Mm. And now it is 209 and it is gun matters or firearms Mm. matters. So you will see an alert to contact your senators, the House of Representative members, because it has to be voted on by both sides. Mm -hmm. And we hope that it will die again. Mm-hmm. So 209 was completely stripped of everything that it previously said, and now is just the repeal of handgun licenses, yeah. right? And you know, and when you hear about this, um, it's like, well, is that legal? Well, technically, yes. Although there still are rules that say that it should amendments should be germane, and their ruling is, well, it's not an amendment. It's just a whole new bill mm. and another bill. This is why people think politicians are not on the up and up. <laughs> because it's one thing to have the letter of the law and follow it, but it's there's another thing to follow the spirit of the law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so that's where we are with that bill. And um, like Angela said, we'll have an action alert. We have an action alert uh, on our action center right now about that. So reach out to your legislators. 
Next, we're going to talk about education-related bills. So we have a few that we want to talk about. Um, one that we haven't talked about at all on any podcasts or reports yet. Um, and maybe we could start with that one. So 331, it mostly has to do with the Educational Scholarship Account uh, Program, ESA. This bill has a number of fixes that are counterparts at the Indiana Non-Public Education Association wanted to include. And the reason these fixes were important is because it makes it so that non-public schools, especially our Catholic schools, um, have easier access to the program or it makes it, it workable. So it, there are things like shifting of deadlines um, and other requirements for participating in the ESA program um, that were very important for our schools to have. So um, we'll have an action alert about this bill as well. And um, you can look at the action alert for even more details about the the minutia of 331. And even if you don't currently have a child in school, that doesn't prohibit you from speaking in favor of a bill that deals with education because you have neighbors, you have children, grandchildren, and just a sense of community and, and what's right. So please don't see an education matter and think, oh, that doesn't apply to me because I don't have children or my children are long gone from school. Mm-hmm. Also in our education-related bills, 1134 has been one of much controversy, <laughs> lots of testimony on it. And we're at a point where that bill in the Senate essentially died. And well, we're looking at a similar process to what we discussed with 1077, right? It's it's being potentially amended into another bill. And for those of you who might not remember them by the numbers, um, uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> 1134 was the bill that would put a lot of, uh, put a burden on teachers to you know, upload their lesson plan or make copies of them. Um, while we encourage our parents to be involved in their children's education and we think that there should be transparency, um, this was going to put an undue burden. It also, in its original form, basically said if a child or a parent were uncomfortable with the subject matter, then they could opt out of it. And it didn't limit it to things that might deal with emotion or diversity. I mean, Theoretically, under this, someone could say, I don't like trigonometry, and it makes me uneasy. Um, it also allowed for, the original bill allowed for, you know, a parent, again, it didn't specify if it was a parent of a student, actual student in the school, to be able to question what was going on. Um, there was also going to be a advisory board um, composed of parents and other people to be able to review or question materials. And essentially, you know, teachers were saying, you know, we're trained to do this job. You should trust us. Um, Yes, you care about your children, but if your child goes to the dentist, which might be an unpleasant experience, you don't stand behind the dentist and ask, you know, while they're actually doing the procedure, (laughs) what's going on? I mean, back to school night can serve that purpose. If you have questions about, you know, the syllabus or the curriculum, ask then, but don't interject yourself every day during the process. It appears it, there was a lot of major changes that were done by Senator Rogers, and it appeared to die, but now there's been talk of taking elements of that bill, which we don't know which elements, mm-hmm. and adding them into other things. Now, unlike the firearms bill, there are actually education bills <laughs> that still exist. Um, but what would the subjects 
be germane, that's hard to say at this point. Mm-hmm. So we will keep an eye on whether or not that language resurfaces. Yeah. Uh, lastly, 1041, that's the bill that would prevent transgender women from participating, or I should say girls, because it's only through high school, um, from participating in um, girl sports. And that bill passed both the House and the Senate. And we do have some indication from the governor that he'll most likely sign it. Um, so that one is, is moving along in the process. That's yet another somewhat education-related bill because it affects yeah. school sports. For a short period of time, there was some talk about whether or not there would be an amendment um, to also include transgendered males because mm-hmm. currently there isn't anything preventing a transgendered male from participating on a male team. Um, but that didn't happen. Yeah. So that's all we have for you this week. Um, I'm sure you've been paying attention to the news and the situation in Ukraine has only gotten worse since the last we spoke with you. Please continue to keep um, people in prayer, not just there, but you know, their friends and relatives around the world. My daughter was one of the original 32 children at the International School of Indiana, and um, her math teacher and her gym teacher um, were both from Ukraine, and they still have family and relatives. And so, please keep all of them in your prayers. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you next week for our last podcast of the session. Yay! God bless. God bless.